Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Adam Talks, a podcast that takes an alternative look at retirement. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Adam Talks. Today's episode, I'm going to be discussing how the wealthy can beat Vice President Biden's proposed capital gains tax hike. So we're getting ready for election time in this country in the next couple of weeks. So I wanted to stay on the election topic. I've done a bunch of podcasts in the previous several weeks, a few about President Trump and his tax returns and his uh what was uh, reported $70,000 hair deductions. I did a previous podcast about Vice President Biden's uh, proposed changes to the 401k plan with a 26% credit uh, for high net worth earners. And now I want to focus on Vice President Biden's proposed capital gains tax hike for the wealthy. So if you look at Biden, Harris, policies on taxes. They have a number of very interesting tax proposals. Uh, They have promised that there would be no tax increases for anyone earning less than $400,000. So, you know, I'll I'll leave that uh, at at that point. But for those earning above $400,000 filing jointly, there will be significant tax increases. The highest tax rate will go back to 39.6%. And most importantly, for high net worth people, capital gains taxes will go from 15 or 20% all the way to 39.6%. Again, this is only if you have more than a million dollars of income during the year. And they also propose to eliminate the step up in basis for capital gains taxation. So, I'm going to focus on today's podcast on capital gains, not ordinary income, because I think it's important for high net worth individuals where a good number of high net worth individuals actually generate most of their income from capital gains. Whether you're a real estate investor or you're a business owner that gets stocks or qualified dividends, or if you uh, involved with hedge funds or private equity, a lot of the income is capital gains. Now, capital gains means that you will pay a reduced tax, or at least currently, there's a reduced tax rate when you sell a capital asset at a gain. And short-term capital gains, when you hold a capital asset like stocks or real estate, for less than 12 months, you basically are paying ordinary income tax rates. But If you can hold the capital asset, stock or real estate, more than 12 months, you get long-term capital gain treatment, which is taxed at a lower tax rate of 15% or 20% if you're over a high income threshold. So the idea behind that is they're trying to encourage people to save, accumulate savings, and then sell them on a long-term basis. Also, short-term capital gains looks a lot like inventory when you buy and sell inventory like t-shirts or soap, that is going to give you ordinary income treatment, even if it's a capital asset. But if you're a long-term investor and a capital asset, then you will get the very 
attractive low capital gains rates as of 2020. Now, what Biden and Harris want to propose with capital gains is basically imposing the highest tax rate, the highest capital gains tax rate going all the way back to 1977, where the capital gains tax rate was 39.7%. So they're going, or at least proposing, for anyone that generates over a million dollars of income. So if you sell, if you bought a house for, well, let's say you bought a, a building for 800,000 and you sell it for $2 million, 15 years later, instead of paying 15 or 20% tax, you're gonna now pay almost 40% tax. So that's a very big difference a huge distinction and a major tax hit for investors. Now, again, a million dollars is a lot of money, but it doesn't necessarily mean you are a super rich person if you bought a house or you bought an asset or a stock for a hundred or 200,000 or even Bitcoin. And now eight, 10, 15 years later, you're selling it for a million dollar gain. You now have to pay almost 40% of that gain in tax. And that's considerable. Now, again, I just want to Make it clear, this is a proposal. In order for this to get passed, Biden has to win. The Democrats also are going to have to take the Senate. So this way they'll control the House, the Senate, and the presidency. And that is really the only way that this policy will get passed. Otherwise, if the Republicans keep the Senate and the Democrats take the House and Biden wins the presidency, this is never going to pass. Um, so that's not something that I think will occur. This will probably you know, never get put forth uh, to vote. But it's very possible based off the polling that the Democrats could take the Senate and clearly Biden has a very good chance to win the presidency. So this is real. And this is a, a real dilemma for the wealthy. And a lot of the wealthy support Biden and they support the Democratic Party. But the capital gains tax hike is something that they're chewing on a bit because this is significant. It's not increasing the capital, excuse me, it's not increasing the ordinary income tax rate from 35 to 39%, which isn't that bad. This is going from 15 or 20% to 40%. So it's a 100% or more tax increase on anyone that has more than a million dollars of capital gains or ordinary income. This also applies to qualified dividends. So if you have a small business, you have a C Corp, Okay, and you're dividing money of retained earnings back to you as the owner, and it's more than a million bucks, or you have more than a million dollars of income that year, 40% of that's going to be subject to tax. So again, pretty, pretty significant tax policy. Uh, it's a proposal. Again, he needs to win and the Democrats need to take the Senate, but uh, it's, it's definitely pretty uh, aggressive, um, especially as a tax attorney. Uh, we haven't seen capital gains tax rates like this since the late 70s. So this is pretty monumental and it's going to cause a lot of tax planning. So the first thing one could think of in order to minimize capital gains tax is the Roth IRA. Now the Roth IRA is probably the best legal tax shelter out there. Now obviously there's some imperfections with the Roth IRA. Number one, you can only put six or $7,000 in a year, 7,000 if you're over 50. If you make more than 206,000 you file jointly, you can't actually make a Roth IRA contribution. You have to do what's called a backdoor Roth contribution, meaning you make after-tax contributions to an IRA and then convert it to Roth, which doesn't always allow you to put all of it into Roth. <clears throat> you can also make Roth 401k contributions if you're lucky enough to have a 401k plan that offers Roth options. And the most you can put into a Roth 401k 
for 2020 is 19,500 or 26,000 if you're over 50. So you are somewhat limited. Okay. The only other way to get money into a Roth is through a conversion. And what I mean conversion is, and as, is I mean you convert pre-tax IRA or 401k funds into a Roth. Now there is income tax when you convert. So if you have Apple stock in your IRA or 401k of 40,000, then you have to pay tax on 40,000 to get into a Roth. And <clears throat> what's the big advantage of the Roth? Well, if you can wait till you're 59 and a half and the Roth has been open five years, you can pull out anything from the Roth, contributions and earnings, tax-free. That means, in other words, all Roth IRA distributions, so long as you're over 59 and a half and the Roth IRA has been open at least five years, will be tax-free. No tax, no 15%, no 20%, and no 39.6 capital gains tax. That is huge. And that is obviously going to be even more attractive if Biden and Harris get their capital gains policy through. Now, I've been in the retirement industry, you know, 10 plus years. I've been a tax attorney for over 20 years. I meet a lot of real estate investors that say, Adam, yeah, I see the benefits of doing real estate in an IRA, deferral, tax-free, but I like deductions. I like losses. I like having it all flow through to my tax return. And you know what? I like capital gains of 15 or 20%. Yes, I understand there's depreciation recapture, which is taxed at 25%, but I love the low capital gains tax rate. And that's been a common approach for many real estate investors over number of years, pretty much since the late 70s when capital gains tax rates have been um, lower than the ordinary income tax rate. But the Biden-Harris proposal can change all that. Now, if that is passed and capital gains taxes go above 15% to 39.6%, real estate investors, I can promise you, will be jumping through hoops to get their assets into a Roth. Why? Because they can shelter all their gains from tax. So they're not going to have the advantage of a 15 or 20% capital gains tax. They're going to have to deal with a 39.6% tax rate which is then also subject to state taxes. You live in New York or California, add another 10%, and potentially also Obamacare tax on top of that. So if you live in New York, California, another high tax state, and you sell an asset and you have over a million dollars of earnings, when you jump in federal and state and all taxes, you can be paying capital gains tax of almost 50% on that asset. So this is significant, okay? And this is going to cause a lot of people to look to a Roth in order to shelter all that from tax. Now, again, I mentioned it's not easy to get all your assets into a Roth, right? If you own a piece of property personally in your name, you can't just put it into a Roth, right? That's illegal. That's called shifting of income. The IRS has provided listed transaction uh, releases on that. That's not a good thing. You do not want to go there. However, if you have pre-tax IRA money, that's something to consider doing a Roth conversion. Now, I can promise if Biden wins and the Democrats take the Senate from November 4th until December 31st, you are going to see a volume of Roth IRA or 401k conversions that we have never, ever, ever, ever seen before. Why? Because people are going to say, 
Oh no, I got to lock in the gains now. I want to pay ordinary income tax rates now based off my ordinary income tax bracket today. And I don't want to risk higher tax rates in the future if Biden-Harris proposal goes through. So you're going to see lots and lots and lots, high, high, high volume of Roth conversions. Now, there may be an advantage, especially during COVID. One of the silver linings of COVID is that assets have, certain assets, I should say, have been depressed in value. So doing a Roth conversion on a depressed asset, whether it's stocks, whether it's private business stock, whether it's real estate, could become a very tax efficient solution because you can lock in the Roth at a, and pay tax at a lower value. And then so long as you're over 59 and a half and the Roth's been open five years, you can shelter all future income and gains tax-free. No federal tax, no state tax. It's a huge, huge win. And as someone who is a firm believer in the power of the retirement system, I think you're going to see a huge shift towards Rothification. People are going to be eyeballing the value of the Roth. We have now $10 trillion in IRAs, $30 trillion in retirement accounts, 57 million Americans contribute to a 401k. It's over 500,000 businesses that have 401k plans. I think you're going to see a push for more people to save through an IRA, especially a Roth IRA. I think you're going to see a huge push to the ultra rich to find ways to get assets or more assets, whether it's pre-tax IRA or pre-tax 401ks into a Roth, right? The difference between a Roth and a pre-tax IRA 401k is that when you take distributions from an IRA or 401k pre-tax, you still have to pay ordinary income tax when you take the distribution. If you're over 59 and a half, under 59 and a half, you have to pay ordinary income tax plus 10% penalty. So if you can get into a Roth and escape ordinary income tax and high capital gains tax of 40% if you have more than a million dollars of earnings, you're not going to beat that. The Roth IRA will become the greatest tax shelter or legal tax shelter in the tax code. It will be the only way that you can shelter all your investment income from tax. So if you are a wealthy individual that expects to have more than a million dollars of gains, the Roth IRA is going to become your best friend. Okay, it's going to be your go-to strategy. And you're starting to see that now. I've had hundreds of investors over the last six months find ways to get their stock of their special purpose acquisition company or corporation SPAC into a Roth IRA. I've had a number of very, very intelligent and successful venture capitalists and entrepreneurs find ways to get their startup stock into a Roth IRA. You're going to see real estate investors that are going to be pushing to get their interest in their real estate fund in a Roth IRA. You're going to see hedge funds, private equity funds, venture capital funds, real estate funds, finding ways to get their carried interest into a Roth IRA. Why? Because whether it's ordinary income or a capital gains tax rate of a million of 39.6% for a million dollars or more of income, getting into a Roth IRA will be the only way they will be able to legally shelter that income from tax. So you're going to see a huge shift in the way the super wealthy, or I don't even want to say super wealthy, because a million dollars of earnings, yes, it sounds like a lot of money, but I'm not talking about a million dollars every year. I'm talking about 
once every 10 or 15 years where you sell an asset and there's a million dollars of income there, you're going to pay 40% tax, maybe 50% when you add in state tax, city tax, if you live in New York, California, or some other states. Um, so this is real, real money that they're going to be taking out of your pocket. It's not 15% or 20%. It's potentially 50% plus. So you're going to see investors from all walks of life, from all industries, look and find and try to find ways to shelter that income. And guess what? They're going to land on the Roth IRA because it's the easiest, safest, and really only legal strategy that you'll be able to shelter income. Yes, there'll be some sophisticated estate tax planning through irrevocable trusts, but those are expensive and very complex and not worthwhile if you are not super, super, super wealthy. Um, so for everyone else that just may have a little bit of wealth one year or not, depending on their capital uh, asset um, investments, um, they're, they're going to look Roth. And the question is going to be, how are they going to be able to get their assets into a Roth? Now, unfortunately, as I mentioned, you can't just take an asset, whether it's stock, Bitcoin, gold, or real estate that you own in your name, i.e. Adam Bergman owns it personally, and shift it into a Roth. Now, the IRS will not be happy uh, if they find out. Um, as I mentioned, there's listed transactions on that, meaning there's very steep penalties, potentially you know, even fraud, criminal um, potential. I, I don't want to say criminal, but it's very aggressive and the IRS would not be happy. So you are limited. There's only two ways to fund a Roth. Contributions, six or seven thousand in an IRA or nineteen thousand five hundred twenty six thousand in a Roth 401k in 2020. Other ways of conversion. Take your pre-tax IRA and 401k, convert it to Roth. Yes, you have to pay ordinary income tax on what you convert, but if your asset's depressed, meaning you bought the asset for two hundred thousand bucks and due to COVID or some financial reason that asset maybe is only worth 120 or 140 now, you pay tax at that lower valuation, lock in the Roth, and then wait till you're 59 and a half, and the Roth's been open five years, bang, all that income is sheltered tax-free, no ordinary income tax, no capital gains tax, all tax-free. So that's what we're seeing. That's the trend I'm seeing now over the last three to five months with SPACs, with private equity hedge funds trying to get carried interest into Roth, with serial entrepreneurs trying to get their founder stock into Roth, with real estate investors finding a way to get their assets into Roth. This will only accelerate tremendously if Biden wins the presidency and the Democrats take the Senate. Now, this is not a vote whether this is good or bad. This is a tax attorney's take. This is a bipartisan podcast, which probably should have mentioned on the outset. I'm not saying this is good or bad. Okay. All I'm saying is if you have money and you expect to have a million dollars or more of income in a year and you believe that you'll have capital gains, long-term capital gains, you are going to want to find a way to lower or at least hopefully eliminate that capital gains. And I'm saying the only way to do it is through a Roth IRA. And this is not whether you're a Democrat, Independent, Republican. This is a matter of finding the best legal tax efficient way to reduce your income. And we all have a right to do that, right? The Supreme Court, Gregory V. Halvary is very clear that we do not have a responsibility to pay the most tax out there. We have a right to find a legal right, right 
a legal way to reduce our income tax. So if you are an investor out there and you're looking for ways to reduce your capital gains tax, especially if Biden wins and the Democrats take the Senate, I promise you, you're going to look at the Roth. You may look at irrevocable trusts, but the Roth is the easiest, quickest, and cheapest way to shelter your capital gain assets from tax. Now, the challenge will be how to find a way to get your assets you own personally into a Roth. It may not be possible. You may need to start this Roth strategy from the outset, from new assets, from maxing out Roth IRA contributions, maxing out Roth 401k contributions. For example, if you're self-employed and over 50, I can set up a plan for you that will allow you to put up to $57,000 in a Roth, okay, on a, on a year basis. So that means if you do that for a couple of years, you're already going to be able to get 150000 potentially in a Roth. So there are strategies. If you're working with tax attorneys that understand how the Roth works, like myself, there are ways that you could shelter capital gains, dump assets legally into a Roth, and hopefully set yourself up to a point where you are in a position to shelter your capital gains long terms into a Roth IRA and eliminate any ordinary income or capital gains tax. So again, um, this is just an introduction to what will happen if the Biden-Harris proposal on capital gains passes. Just to reiterate, Biden's got to win and the Democrats got to take the Senate. If the Democrats do not take the Senate, this tax policy will not go anywhere. It will not pass. Um, so if it does pass though, um, the Roth IRA will win. It will become the king or queen of tax planning, and it will be the go-to move for any wealthy or high-income earner that expects to generate a million dollars of income in a year um, and has capital assets. So I hope you found the podcast interesting. Um, this will be a very interesting next couple of weeks with the election approaching. I encourage everyone to vote, no matter who you vote for. Uh, exercise your right, vote, stay safe, stay healthy, whether you vote in person or uh, at home, uh, vote, go out, exercise your right as an American. And it's a great feeling. I did it. I just did a uh, mail-in ballot. And it, it's just an amazing feeling to, to vote. And um, I wish, obviously, the country only a success um, going forward. No matter who wins, uh, we'll be all right. America will um, stay strong and prosper. But um, if Biden does win, um, for whatever reason, um, good or bad, this tax policy and the Democrats take the Senate, this is going to be a focus for a lot of investors, real estate, equity, hedge fund, private equity, venture capital. This will be a focus on finding legal ways to shelter the income from a potential 40 to 50 percent capital gains tax, which will be uh, the largest capital gain tax rate in, in many of our lives. So it's over a hundred percent increase. Pretty bold move. Um, it hopefully, you know, the goal, I guess, would be to raise money to pay for some, some necessary social programs. Um, again, without commenting on, uh, the, the tax policy or the proposal, its merits. Uh, my job here is to bring out, uh, interesting or an alternative take at what a increase in tax could do to wealthy investors and then focus on a solution, i.e. the Roth IRA, which, uh, again, I think may end up being the go-to strategy for 
investors and, and high net worth uh, people, which uh, again, it may be a silver lining to a tax rate increase because having your money in an IRA, having to grow based off the powers of deferral or compounding interest uh, is, is the best way to save anyway. So if you're forced to save in an IRA or Roth IRA because you want to shelter your income from tax because of a high capital gains tax rate, um, that just may be a, um, another reason uh, to force you into saving the right way in an IRA because your money grows faster when it's not subject to tax. That's the whole concept of deferral, compounding interest. That's why Albert Einstein, Warren Buffett argue correctly that tax deferral is the eighth wonder of the world. So um, a Biden-Harris tax hike may force more high net worth people to recognize the benefits of compounded interest and tax deferral. So there you have it. That is how the wealthy can beat the Biden proposed capital gains tax hike. I wish everyone uh, health, safety, prosperity. Uh, I wish everyone a safe, healthy election um, and go out and vote and um, stay safe. And thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for subscribing and listening. It really means a lot to me. Uh, obviously, as you can tell, this is my passion. I believe in the U.S. retirement system. It's really rigged in our favor. And um, this may be a catalyst to push people into saving correctly through an IRA or Roth IRA. So um, irrespective on um, how you vote, go out there and vote and be safe. And um, I will talk to all of you again next week. Thanks again for listening and take care.